I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. This one, well, it's going to be a hot topic. How hot is it, April? I like when you say hot. Hot. It's a hot one. (laughs) It reminds me of when I used to speak in Hebrew, which I can't do because someone criticized my accent, damn it. Well, you lived in Israel, so you kind of had to speak Hebrew. Yes, and you're getting good at the hot. But this one is the how to have, (laughs) I almost did how, how to have the best sex of your life. And and when we, we did take one, because then I had to go, do some things and you said such a great description she started bleeding basically she got her period she was like, it was like 50 seconds and we in might recording. have just lost 48 percent of the listeners like oh, i'm tuned out um bleeding is a natural part of life so anyway so i'm not cut though y'all okay yeah um, anyway, so she was like, I got to cut, cut this. So yeah, this episode is about, <laughs> I was like, we should have kept recording. That would have been entertaining. How to have the best sex of your life with repeat guest Layla Martin, who was on episode 254, how to have mind blowing sex. Now you're like, how are these episodes different? Well, she is a wealth of knowledge and there are, oh, there's so many things we talked about in this that are like, I mean, I learned so much. From and this we're, we're in person. Oh, we're actually at her home right now. We're not going to say where it is. On this beautiful bed in her office. I'm on her bed. You're you on are. Her couch. I'm on oh, the couch. Oh yeah, no, the recording though. The three yes, of us are on the bed. Yes, which you can watch on YouTube and Instagram and Instagram. So this go is right. Follow well, us. the full video though. The well, yeah. most with clips. Well, full video. Yeah, full video will be on YouTube. If you're not following Shameless Sex, go follow us on YouTube. And if you're not following us on Instagram, look up Shameless Sex. You'll see little Shameless clips. Sex podcast. Oh, oh yes. Thank you, Chip. They'll figure it out. That one. They're smart. Um, yeah, you, you definitely want to check it out. Also, because we're uh, super sexy and um, Perry, it, my dog, is there eating a bully stick the whole time which is also known as a dog bone bull penis doesn't she joke about it? she's like maybe i wonder if uh, that would make it in the recording she's like that is not how you suck a dick by the way yeah he was chomping on that bully yeah, stick. he was getting a bully stick all right and anyways this, yeah layla's amazing as you said before when we did our take one she's incredible she's been on our show a few times and we love having her yep and, and she will be back she will be. Um, so I uh, just want to say here that uh, before we do dive into the bio and the actual interview, we have a sex question. Before that, um, we've talked about this in the past, but we have a Discord, which is an app. Um, it is a text app. But also, though, apparently you can do like video and audio and things. Anyways, it's a whole shameless sex community. If you want to be a part of it, it's entirely free. Go to the link in the notes of the episode, wherever you're watching or listening, or just go to our website. Click on this particular episode. The link will be in there. We are specifically having an event on April 21st from 530 to 630 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a meet and greet where we're sharing our challenges and celebrations. Um, I will be there. April is potentially going to be there because she's always super fucking busy, but she actually might show 
show up. I have it in my calendar. And it's free, and then you actually get to connect with us, but also other Shameless Sex listeners. Um, so go and join the Shameless Sex community in Discord. And I want to give a shout out to our admin humans that are running it. I won't say your names, but you two are awesome. We love you. We love our community. You said 5.30 p.m. Pacific time? Pacific Standard Time. On April 21st. Okay, cool. Yeah, 2020. Uh, right after 4.20. So if people are out there enjoying you the community, it's after that. It's a day after you're real so high. So you'll remember. But you can show up real high. It's cool. And you can keep your video off or whatever. You can just watch. It's cool. Now we're ready for a sex question. I don't even know it. I haven't looked at it. <gasps> All right, here we go. <gasps> I'm nervous. And it's actually related to something that Layla shared with us. Um, not in the episode that's being released today because we did record back-to-back episodes. There's another one we will be releasing with her in June. And she's that amazing. We're doing a lot of episodes with her. And so she actually kind of answers this in that episode. And so I will comment on that and you'll see. I was, this is from the listener. I was struggling with having an orgasm in front of my last partner for nearly the whole relationship. By the way, I'm pretty sure this is a vulva owner. At the start of our relationship, I could come in front of him, but then suddenly I got very insecure about taking too long or the way I want to be touched. Now I have a new partner in my life, a woman this time, and I was hoping not to have this issue with her, but I also cannot seem to come in front of her. I just get really insecure and stressed and focus more on the pleasure of my partner than my own. Do you have any tips on how I can deal with this issue? So... Uh, I love this question because I feel like so much of this episode comments on this. So much of what Layla shares comments on this like presence process and being you know, within yourself and also as a partner to support it. And it's not like just go with it and carry it on like you you got it all together. Um, she talks about breath. She talks about how normal this is to have these like heady stories about things and breaking the paradigm and the way she expresses it way beyond the way April and I can probably express it. But she also shares because this person said something about insecure about um, being touched and like in front of them or with them. And I remember she said this thing, not again, not in this episode, in the episode that will be out in June about practicing with masturbation. First mm, off, a self-pleasure practice, So self-pleasure practice. And as you self-pleasure, imagine people are watching you. Oh yes. But they're fucking celebrating you on the side. She was like, it can be people, you know, or people that you make up. Yeah. They're, they're like, Woo, cheering yeah, you, you out. Go it. get it, Amy. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. get it. And I loved that. And again, that's that will not be in this episode, but, um, this whole thing about taking too long and you're really in your head. Uh, and I, I believe what Layla is suggesting in this, in this episode and that one and what April will probably share as well as, uh, or agree with is that, um, the tool is, one, to start practicing on your own to get out of your head uh, and to work on getting into your body. And I know that's a really hard thing, but that starts with self-practice on your own. Another tip would be also masturbating in front of a mirror and watching yourself masturbate. And I will also suggest sometimes you can do, if you're in a partnership, as you this uh, qu- this questioner uh, says they are, they were in a past relationship, now they're in a relationship with a woman, and you could do mutual masturbation and yeah. figure out what is turning you on. It is a heady thing. And I've tried this as well. And it took me a minute to get into that because masturbation's been so private for me personally. And if that is the same case with you or anyone out there, it does take a minute to shift, but it's really dropping into the sensation. Toys actually do help with, in my experience, especially as a vagina owning human right here with a clitoris that enjoys external stimulation. Mm -hmm. I love applying products to my to my pussy to help me come it, uh, it actually drops me out of being so heady about just touching myself yeah and a lot of times I 
even if I am with a partner or, with, or not, just my hands won't do it for me. Yeah, totally. Especially if you're in your head and it's already feeling like a barrier or like an obstacle. Adding toys, just they are almost like the fast lane to pleasure. And I really want to plug a really special toy that's out. So it's April- new. It's new. So yes. you've been a fan of the magic wand. Also known as Hitachi. Back also in the day. known as, it's amazing. It's large. It's and large. it charges like a baseball bat. So they now have a magic wand mini rechargeable. So a smaller version and rechargeable. And it's super fucking powerful. It's not too loud at all. It gives you all of the orgasms. And it feels like it's really, and it's great for partner play because it's small. And guess what, everyone? We have it at purepleasureshop.com. That's right, Mommy Dearest. My mom, that's her website, but also my because we own the sex shop together, blah, blah, blah. I love you, mom. Uh, PurePleasureShop.com. And if you use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX, you get 15% off. April talks about the magic wand all the time, the plug-in and the rechargeable. But now there's a mini version of the two. And Which they, I don't own yet. <clears throat> Janice. 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 Yes, that's a shout out to Janice. Janice. However, I did uh, touch it at the last toy convention, which you weren't at, uh, you know which I went to after this, in Vegas. <laughs> and your your mom messaged me yeah. and, and us together. She emailed us and asked if we had heard about it. And I said, actually, I picked it up and I and I put it on my hip bone because that's what you do when you're in public and you don't want to be using a toy that's on display in front of people. <laughs> I put it on my hip bone and I thought it was wildly powerful for how tiny it was and, and it's so cute because it's like a mini version of the big ones i'm like it's gonna have a little family yeah oh they'll be like, it's like the big one had like, a baby oh it is like a cousin or yeah I it's know. a stepsister oh that's adorable like the mini stepsister and you would be very particular because you're used to the bigger version of it that has a lot of power so if that gave you a lot of power and and i'm for you you're saying when you're really in your head and then you whip out the magic wand it really helps you to get into the orgasm state and this th- i will say I love the magic wand. The size is a challenge for me sometimes when I'm in partner play. Solo, I give zero fucks. Partner play, it, it is huge because it's sometimes even hard to get doggy style with it because it hits the bed. Mm-hmm. So a smaller one, perfect. Perfect. And some last pieces just about this whole thing about taking too long this whole like story about how you're supposed to orgasm and you're more focused on the pleasure of your partner. Talk to them about this. Like, don't just hold this on your own. Tell them, like, hey, this is my history. This showed up in my last relationship. This is showing up now. I'm so afraid that I'm going to take too long to orgasm. I'm getting in my head. I'm not feeling my pleasure. This has nothing to do with you. There's nothing wrong with you. I'm really happy to be with you. I really like or love you or whatever. And I find that I'm actually more focused on your pleasure and your sensation. And I'm saying this to out that and, like, get rid of the elephant in the room. And how can we work together to navigate this space? Or maybe, like, I can give a code when I'm in my head or something like raise a hand or give you a little tap or say a safe word like tangerine or something that says hey I'm in my head right now and I'm starting to pull myself out of this space of receiving can you help me to drop into my body and now what is needed do we take a deep breath together like Layla will say in the podcast do you spank my ass I don't know but like don't hold this all on your own something that might be helpful we've talked about previously and I believe it was either a previous partner of yours or maybe the current one doesn't matter where they take off their pleasure from the table and it's all about not current making partner. you have thank you I couldn't <laughs> remember and I'm sorry that I didn't remember we talk a lot about sex yeah. all the time so sometimes it's hard to recall when so taking their pleasure completely out of the equation and not having it be goal oriented so I'm going to make you orgasm yeah. but saying I want to please you I'm going to be here for you 
it's going to take as long as you want or it's not about anything other than you right now. That Mm. just as we've had other guests talk about the taking the managerial processes, you don't have to manage anything. Just relax, sit and receive. And it's not about me because when I'm reading this question, they were talking about getting stressed out, feeling insecure and focusing more on their partner's pleasure rather than their own. So that could be cool if the partner's open to that, which why wouldn't they be? Or she be, I guess there's a woman here. And you could share with them, like, here's what would work for me if you could like tell, give me some reassurance. You know, I'm just like, whatever those words are that would work for you because everyone's different. Like, I'm just happy to be here pleasuring you or you can just relax like you have nothing to manage here which kind of play anyways it'd be kind of fun to have a toy be blindfolded and have all these products laid out and then have your partner just apply some to your body and see where you like it and say yes 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 or a little less of that one or yes that could be cool or you're talking about like giving and receiving nights where or days where you were anyways you're you're experiencing pleasure that's just for you and your partner's pleasure is off the table so that you can really dive into that and they can understand what your body likes and needs and then you're not in your head about like them so yeah listen to this episode because you'll get so much more and this question is so perfect Perfect this this is great question. So thank you. Okay. Bio time. Our Bio. intros are shorter. So <laughs> Layla Martin is a visionary rebel who teaches on sexuality, relationships, and self-love to people across the globe. She's the founder of the vital and integrated tantric approach Vita and the creator of the Vita Sex, Love, and Relationship Coaching Certification, the Vita Sacred Sexuality, Initiation, and other programs. If you want to experience epic sex, legendary love, and your most magnificent self, visit her YouTube channel with over 135 million viewers, as well as her website, LaylaMartin.com. I'm going to spell it for you. L-A-Y-L-A-Martin.com. All right, everyone, hello. So I'm looking at a camera right now. Uh, a lot of you are just listening through your ears uh, on iTunes or Spotify or all the fun things. Um, but we also do have a YouTube channel. If you do not know, go look up Shameless Sex. You can actually see a video where right now we are on a bed, uh, Layla Martin's Very sexy bed, bed with yes. velvet. Like office bed. Office, yeah, office bed. April and I will be sleeping it together later. Yes, so. we will. Yeah, so go check out YouTube. Uh, we also have clips on our Instagram so you can actually see the video footage of this. Um, but we are really happy to be here with Layla Martin to talk all about how to have the best sex of your life. <laughs> I was actually talking to your housemate. She's like, what are you talking about? It's like how to have the best sex. She's like, Fuck when yes. is that airing? Yeah. Yes. yeah. What does that mean? Like, what are, what are, what are we doing? So what's going on? Uh, so we always start with the same prompt. You've been on our show before, um, but we'll just go with that same prompt again. Uh, if you can kind of tell your story about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality. Yes. <laughs> um, so I grew up Catholic and uh, my father was sexually abusive. So I was super contracted around sexuality. Um, I didn't want to go into Victoria's Secret when I was a teenager. I would have like total PTSD shut down with my first boyfriend, meaning like when I first saw his penis, I like froze and went into a state of shock. So I had this like really intense blockage and trauma around sexuality and then all the like kind of religious shame and wait until you get married and all of that. So I had like a big deep hole to dig myself out of. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, who knows why, when I was 14, I found a trip in the back of the New York Times going to Tibet, India, Nepal. And I told my mom and my stepdad, I was like, please, oh God, you have to send me to Asia. And like, God bless them. They were like, all right, if you do well in school, like you can go. So 
I went to Tibet, Nepal, and Thailand on that trip and ended up kind of learning about Asian religion, meditation, all of that. I went to Stanford, started studying human sexuality, had an interest in like radical sex education. I was like, we're going to reach the teenagers and everyone's going to learn about how sacred their bodies are and it's going to be so amazing. And as I was at Stanford, I was kind of sitting there being like, wow, I'm carrying all this trauma and all this pain and all this contraction and nothing I'm learning in these classes which were very medical you know like what's the average age that you first have sex and like what's pregnancy like and all of that STDs and STIs I learned yeah. so much about STDs like all about herpes everything right like so much about viruses and I did not learn how to fuck and I was like <laughs> wait yeah. why am I sitting in this ergonomically uncomfortable chair staring at a screen when like my pussy wants to know how to be alive yeah so I was like, all right, one way to get back to Asia and like I am going to go uh, learn and study. And I went to look for classical Tantra, which is a spiritual path to enlightenment and Neo Tantra, which uses a lot of the techniques of Tantra to have like the most ecstatic, most epic sex. So I lived in the jungle on and off for 10 years mm -hmm. doing these deep, powerful studies and was like someone was like, you should put your work online. And I was like, that's a great idea. <laughs> and then so I started putting my work online and it's just great grown and grown and grown and so yeah i've been studying tantra for 20 years and teaching about sexuality for 15 mm. yeah your and your story because she's told it before the first time you were on i love it but someone found you and they're like you don't belong here and kind of brought you into that situation right and you were like oh my god it was I, the israeli i remember an israeli right some drug sort, dealer yeah. yes the israeli <laughs> drug dealer uh listen to her other episode because she has a beautiful story and and the moon and the full moon parties you're like oh yeah so yeah you have an incredible story it was one of those moments i think most of us have had it where i like went to go like seek something amazing and then i'm like standing at this rave like with a bunch of people on drugs just being like what am i doing and yeah. someone was like you don't belong here later the next morning and i was like please save me and she did bless her <laughs> ah, that's the right people at the right time and so this topic is for everyone out there no matter what genitals you're rocking if you want to have the best sex of your life mm -hmm. tune in right now but before we start talking about that why do you believe people may not be having the best sex of their lives and maybe they've never had the amazing sex that they want? Why do you believe that is? Yeah, I want you to imagine like if we wanted to play tennis, but before we ever played tennis, someone like scared the shit out of us about tennis and told us that there were like all these horrible things that might happen to us if we were like excellent tennis players. And if we went pro, we were going to like end up pregnant or dead or like horribly flying at your head, no. blood shamed, you know, and then that we, you know, get all these like viruses. Right. And then maybe even end up in hell oh, if we actually shit. played tennis. Yeah. Makes you really want to play tennis. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm and then excited. instead of anybody like instructing us us and telling us exactly what to do and how to do the best thing they just showed us a bunch of videos online of people doing the wrong things mm -hmm. or things that aren't necessarily satisfying and then we're like please go play tennis and have the most epic tennis career of your life do you know how fucked up people would be on tennis? And then they'd be like missing balls and crying on the court and being like, what's wrong with me? And why can't I play with my partner? I can't even hit the ball over the fucking net. Right. And then they do something that they saw on tennis porn and it wouldn't work out. And the whole thing would just downward spiral. So it's like, I don't know. Why aren't we having the best sex of our life? Let's figure it, it out. It makes perfect sense. Actually. Yeah, I totally understand with this tennis yeah. analogy. Me too. <laughs> and if you are good at tennis, good for you. 
<laughs> also, something that most of us don't realize is all those messages about sexuality affect our nervous system and physiology. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like I didn't have the best sex ed or like maybe I had a scary sex ed or like I didn't really grow up religious. But we grew up with all these messages, right? As women, we got really strong messages around like, don't be that slutty, be a really good girl and also be like a super hoe and somehow like so, figure that out. <laughs> yeah, how, what the fuck? Do you, how do you work with that? Oh my God. Yeah, and I know that, that penis owners have their own thing. You know, there's like this in between if you don't be like the creepy rapey guy and you also don't want to be the like, you know, non-sexual like, or you know, I'm just, or like effeminate, you know, there's all these different labels and things too. Um, so, but it's such a confusing confusing thing to figure out well for a lot of guys it's like shame over having a boner right when you're like in the eighth grade dance and like this feeling of like being rejected and that like every woman should want you and you should know how to give an orgasm exactly the right time it's like so much pressure so much intensity like your manhood is on the line Mm -hmm. every single time you go to have sex and that creates such a level of stress in the nervous system and the thing that people don't realize is all those stories don't just magically go away when you go to have sex you might not be consciously thinking of them but what happens is your body actually contracts shuts down you either go a little bit numb and then you're in your head being like oh am I going fast enough am I gonna have a good enough orgasm do I look okay or you're like in fantasy and like trying to be super goal oriented and what this does is it pushes us out of the part of our nervous system where the best sex happens which is sensational rich it's embodied it's connected and puts us into our heads because we're trying to have the best sex ever but it's like trying to play tennis really hard right like shit ain't gonna work <laughs> yeah totally oh my god I, yeah i won't even go into the i was gonna say something actually inappropriate about tennis um but i won't do that but there's a listener here that would be like well, Wait, yeah. why are you denying us your inappropriateness yeah, around tennis it has to do with children so i'm not gonna talk about oh, that let's talk about the best sex ever we were gonna do a lot of tools and things you know we're gonna share tools and tips um yeah inappropriate this is for 18 and up crowd um, but so we want to talk about well, let's talk about shady tennis. Yeah, shady tennis. Um, okay, so no, but we're gonna talk about we we'll do tools and tips in a little bit because our listeners love all the tools and tips. But what does the best sex look like? And I'm sure it's not just one thing. But what's your idea of like the best sex ever when you actually are having that in your life? Yes. So one of the things is that it is deeply sensational, right? Like mm. anybody would say, look, in the best sex ever, I'm feeling a lot. I'm feeling a lot of pleasure. I'm feeling a lot of intensity. I'm feeling a lot of turn on, right? So it's a very sensational, very like rich feeling experience. Mm. I think most people would agree. It's like, I'm out of my fucking head. Like I'm not somewhere else. I'm not worrying. I'm not self-conscious. I'm truly flowing in the moment. So it's a flow state experience, which has to do with really surrendering to what's going on inside of your body and for a lot of people then it also mixes what they most love right Mm -hmm. so maybe it's kinky maybe it's deeply psychological maybe it's like you're so in love right and it's super romantic Mm -hmm. maybe it's energetic if you're like really into energy sex maybe it's like you know very 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 intense and wild and outrageous so it's also really important to sort of own like there's this kind of universal best sex ever and then there's your best sex ever and for a lot of people it's important to realize that your best sex ever might not be what you've ever seen before Mm -hmm. because it might not have ever shown up in a movie or in porn or your friends might not love it and so kind of asking yourself like 
ooh, like, what would I really want to do? Yeah. And that kind of opens this like amazing world of desire as well. Like, what's my unique individual version of it? Not just like what I saw in all the other places where my friends are doing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is it possible for people to tap into this all the time? Or is it something, um, what? Oh, just watching a dog I'm, eat a bull I'm, penis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a dog here eating a bull penis and I'm checking in to make sure it's not a problem with like audio or video right now. <laughs> Okay, it's gonna be in the shot. Okay. Okay. If this is on YouTube, this would be entertaining. So, yes, anyways, yeah. Full okay. penis is this on the bed. This is not really how you would want to eat a dick. Yeah, just this, gonna is say, <laughs> this is what not to do. This is how you do. Don't yeah, this is chew. Yeah, all oh that teeth, especially if it's not consensual, and just the tip is not usually gonna someone's, work. Yeah, someone's into that somewhere, but uh, not most people. Okay. <laughs> so, if you're into that, no yeah. shame. But we're no just saying no generally, yeah, yeah. that's not the no, way to eat no a dick. Judgment. Yeah. So my, so what I was trying to, I was before the bull penis um, <laughs> so because it's the, considered to be the best sex do you need to have the, the worst sex to understand what the best looks like is it like you have to go through the darkness to see the light kind of thing and can you have the best sex of your life and we're going to do the tips and tricks because those are important but can is it possible like are you having the best sex of your life every single time or you're like oh well there's hits and, and misses <laughs> in tennis <laughs> like tennis yeah just like tennis <laughs> So, yes, in a way, like we want to think of sex actually more like art in the sense you can also keep the sports metaphors, but like to make really great art, you have to make bad art because you have to be willing to be creative to try something new. I would say that the more you actually practice, and practice these actual qualities that make sex amazing, like feeling sensations in your body, knowing how to connect intimately, owning your desires. Sex generally gets better. And the full expression of sexuality is sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's like amazing. Sometimes it'll blow your fucking mind. Sometimes it'll change your life. And sometimes you'll be like, whoa, how is it like this bad? I remember me and Andrew when we were doing this like long tantric training and we had to have sex 21 times in a row and <laughs> literally in the same sitting uh yeah or? no sorry it was every day so okay, it was like okay. 21 days yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Like, wow that's a long day yeah <laughs> like to graduate to the next level you yeah, had to have sex 21 times right yeah. and so like sometimes yeah it was mind-blowing sometimes we saw god and sometimes it was like him with a soft penis and me just being like just fucking put it in like just like <laughs> and like i'm just gonna like stare at the tree like off to the side or whatever you know so like if you also have sex enough mm -hmm. you're going to have times that are just like not that inspiring not that amazing and this is so important for people to know because they put so much pressure on themselves for it to be amazing all the time when really the focus in my experience should be on training our bodies and our sexual psychology mm. so that we're optimizing our sexual experiences okay. and then knowing you can never get it perfect. Hmm. Okay. I like that. That's good advice because mm -hmm. that's a lot to live up to, to be like, I have to have the best sex of my life all the time. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm happy that even Layla Martin's not having the best sex every single time yes, of her not. life. Sometimes she's just laying there like yes. home. but it's consensual. Yes. Still. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> consent talk to everyone. We are always preaching consent no matter what. So say, yeah, but yeah, I get it. Sometimes you're like, I don't have the energy to have this like, you know, marathon sex or this like, you know, super deeply connected, expansive sex. I'm just, especially if you're dedicated to some 21 day thing, which actually, are we talking about that one on this episode or yeah, I think we are talking there. No, we'll get there at the end. Yeah. Okay. 21 day challenge. You must do it. You must do it. Uh, so, okay. So you shared a couple of things about the psychology and can you kind of dive deeper into these, these tips and tricks? You gave us a few already, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I know there's a lot more. Yeah. So I'll give you the most common kind of 
gendered tips that are usually very helpful. Okay, so for most women, uh, we're not having our bodies touched the way that we desire, mm. right? So central activation for a woman's nervous system for the vast majority of women makes a huge fucking difference, right? So for pussy to blossom open, that takes time. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes sometimes, especially if you're in a longer term relationship. So mm -hmm. like, yes, when you first meet each other and it's hot and heavy, you can get away with shorter. But if a partner's pussy is tight, uncomfortable, she's not like desiring and wanting your dick, you probably haven't spent long enough with her. Mm -hmm. And so again, that's something where we see porn and it's just like, oh, wow, okay, you're open just at the sight of yeah. his hard dick, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this is not usually realistic. So really working to central open a woman's body and to connect with her. So a lot of women would say it is horrible when my lover is not present with me. Mm -hmm. Like my lover's checked out. I feel like my body's a machine. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, he or she or they are thinking of someone else. They're somewhere else. They're in fantasy land. Like these things make a really big difference to the quality and connection of sex. Like no one really wants to be having sex with someone who's not there. Oftentimes we're not paying enough attention to that. Then really knowing what uh, generally women like and then what your specific woman likes, right? Which is very, very, very important. So most women, yes, the external clitoris uh, called the like gland of the clitoris is very, very, very sensitive, very erotic. It has 8,000 nerve endings. That really absolutely turns a woman on. Mm -hmm. And there's variations on what we like with that particular part of our body. So some women love circular strokes. Some women love up and down. Some women love really hard and intense. Some women like pulse, like pulsating touch. Mm -hmm. Some women like really like subtle touch, like mm -hmm. almost like the energy of your fingers is doing more than the physical touch of your fingers. So what can be amazing is to actually learn different types of touch, different types of strokes. And when you're with a new lover, or even if you've been with someone for a really long time, being like, Let's actually spend some time where I just get to explore your body and you tell me what you love, mm. right? You tell me what feels good. So I understand what actually works for you. Women hate when you shove anything inside their bodies. I know. When yeah. they're not ready. When, when they're not ready. Totally. Oh it's like, it feels like a tampoon. Or like I'm at the doctor's office, you know, speculum oh, yeah, put in. Spe exactly. Yeah, but we're talking, we're, we're having pleasurable sex right now. Yeah. Come on. So guys, <laughs> I want you to imagine your own anus, your asshole. If someone were to just shove something up there oh, without consent, without warm up, <laughs> when you were in a big fuck yes, how would that feel to you? Mm. So think the same way about a pussy, right? Like I would. I wish every man could experience penetration in his anus, hopefully with a penis, but even with just fingers or a dildo or a tongue, because it teaches you so much mm -hmm. about the vulnerability of penetration mm -hmm. and how in the right circumstances, when you're turned on enough, when you are a fuck yes, when you are really into it, it is the most exquisite thing ever. Yeah. And when you're not it's actually really horrible and your body shuts down. And so what happens as well is a lot of women aren't even, they don't even understand that enough about their own bodies that they'll tolerate penetration before their body's fully ready. Tolerate. And this creates yeah. like a chronic contraction, which mm -hmm. then creates numbness, desensitization, and a sen like often it can lead to pain as well. Mm -hmm. And this is so good for a man to understand is really imagine what it would take for your anus to feel safe 
right? You'd have to really trust the person you were with. You'd have to want them to respect that as an area that's sensitive for you and to be able to explore it with a lot of consent and a lot of understanding. Most women are not getting that level of attentiveness and care to their pussy, whether it's penetration with a finger, penetration with a penis, penetration with a dildo. So for all of us to take like a big step back and be like, wow, before I even think about what I'm doing to this pussy, have I made her feel safe? Mm. Have I made her feel trust Mm -hmm. that I am attuned and connected? And then what you do on top of that makes all that like it's so much more exquisite and beautiful and delicious on top of that then having like a different like lots of different ways that you can turn pussy on is amazing so yes you can you know do circles on the clitoris you can lick the clitoris and understanding penetration of pussy feels so delicious in the right circumstances Mm -hmm. so exploring the g-spot with two or three fingers right and a lot of women prefer much slower penetration with fingers than they're receiving so like (laughs) usually not Mm -hmm. the highest female desire every once in a while yes so again you have to really know your audience they're like fuck my pussy with your fingers right now though or like i love that we we get there though you're like at that super height and i'm like i just want to cock you yeah yeah that's hot so it's all about the Mm build-up and so oftentimes people aren't giving enough of that they just go right to that point right right. exactly and that's when it's not attractive and then there's a lot of confusion Mm -hmm. as well in people because for uh let's say a lot of men they start to think like, oh, women don't want wild, intense, hard sex, Mm. right? Or they don't want to be choked or whatever, Mm -hmm. where it's like oftentimes because a woman has had things done to her that weren't consensual Mm -hmm. or before she was ready, it's like the things that she wants unfold and unlock when she is being treated with deep respect and has the time to open and then desire them. Mm. So it's really important to understand like the context of when something feels really good to a pussy or to a cervix or to a throat and when it doesn't. Mm -hmm. The safety thing, it always is the trust and safety. Yeah, and and it leads to relaxation. Yeah, I So I have moments where uh, someone will be going down on me and my body's just like a full no, clenched, it's ticklish, Mm. squeamish because the buildup isn't there, my body's not ready and also I have a history of the first couple people I had sex with never went down on me so that's always been like a lifelong receiving barrier because that kind of like that old program is still hanging out and then I'll have times where I feel so safe secure turned on I'm like fucking the shit out of that face and but it's based on those other factors it's the connection it's the relaxation it's safety it's the words I'm an energetic when it comes to sex more so um, and then and then my pussy can become alive but if you know mouth tries to go there beforehand or fingers try to touch my, my body's just like you know clamps down and and is not available and it really takes one me to communicate that and advocate for obviously but also for a partner to be paying attention to my you know my body okay time for a quick break this podcast is free to you because of our carefully chosen sponsors like dipsy spring fever is in the air and whether it's a hot cup of coffee basking in warm sunlight or listening to a sexy story pleasure is all around us with dipsy your sanctuary is awaiting escape into a world where pleasure is your only priority and it's all about you dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short sexy audio stories and they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters no matter who you're into or what turns you on 
Find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies or heat things up with a partner. And they even have sleep stories and wellness sessions. Also for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30 day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash shameless. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash shameless. Dipsystories.com slash shameless. Go check it out. This podcast is free to you because of another amazing sponsor, Like a Kitten. Question, what do April showers bring? Mayflowers? Probably. But this year, they also bring a chance to reawaken your sexual energy and revive your old, tired sex toys with Like a Kitten Spring Box. Like a Kitten offers subscription gift boxes that ship right to your door and have all the ingredients you need to spice up your sex life and shower yourself with pleasure. Spring is about new beginnings, and Like a Kitten's box of goodies will have you smiling because it's only $79, and that's a deal when some of the products retail for twice that price. Like a Kitten is here to help you feel pampered and pleasured with their spring box. I love taking a bath in the melting rose petals, and I'm obsessed with the strawberry nipple cream. It's so good. And guess what? To help you celebrate spring, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or enter code shameless at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or use code shameless to get 15% off these incredible boxes. Likeakitten.com slash shameless, y'all. The link is in the episode's description. All right. Back to the show. But here's one thing I want to talk about or ask you about. I think a lot of people have been trained to be performers, especially um, vulva-owning individuals, especially female-identified folks. But I think penis owners, too, where even though someone's touching the pussy, they might still be making a sound like it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't wonder what you think about that and like advice to folks who, I mean, I think I'll just speak for myself. I said something I definitely used to do and I think I still catch myself at times doing that. I'm like, Oh, actually you're making it sound like this is really pleasurable and you're not advocating for the fact that you're, you're actually needing a little slower or something. Um, what do you, what do you think about that one? <laughs> yeah. So I see it and experience it both ways. So one of the things that one of my lovers said to me recently, that was so amazing was he was like, I feel like you auto tune. Mm. for my like performance. <laughs> Shout out to T-Pain for auto-tune. Uh, yeah. And what he meant by that was like, I was doing my part mm. to experience the most amazing pleasure yeah. and have the best time ever. Mm. So I wasn't sitting there being like, are you touching me exactly the right way? Is yeah. this exactly what I want? Like, are you the best lover ever? I was like, holy shit, this feels amazing, right? Mm. But it was true. Yeah. And so there's one part of us as lovers being like, can we show up as this like encouraging celebratory like I'm going to find the most pleasure out of this the most connection out of this the most beauty out of this Mm. and be really honest about what works for my body and what doesn't and Mm. advocate for what I desire what actually is going to make me feel amazing and I will say that this is very very hard for um, as you said vulva owners a lot of the time to actually own like I desire this I want it this way I want it like that so as well part of having the best sex ever is also again making it safe mm-hmm. for your partner to be able to ask you for something different or yeah to say no or so yeah yeah totally even we- Andrew after like years and years and years if I would ask for something different he'd like 
like wilt a little bit as a flower yeah. you know Aww. i'd be like oh you know and Which even i you maybe you're like maybe it's oh is it safe for me to ask that or to speak my truth a little bit and, and i guess so it's not like shaming the person for wilting but you probably felt that and then now you're trying not to act on that i totally did even like a few weeks ago like i was like going down on a guy and he was like oh can you like use two hands instead of one and i was like little bit wilted yeah. <laughs> and i was like wait wait no i got this i got this two hands coming right up <laughs> i'm i'm not wrong about valid point yeah. though because it can you feel like you're doing something wrong or not right you're not doing it right yeah. and then but that is just feedback and if it, they say it in a way that's more gentle i was just thinking about this creating buzzwords if you are in partnership buzz or buzz sentences so you have you can sort of relay that in your brain like you're safe you're just gonna you can unleash yourself right now or know what your partner likes to hear and then have those I, I I emotionally sometimes won't feel safe even though I'm with a person that I've been with for a long time because I'm so in my fucking head yeah. and I'm like I can't get out of my head if they had some buzzwords like April I love you and you, you can be here and be present my pussy would probably automatically just open right up what was so the one we just heard from Kenneth play I, it I was, was just I was you, you can relax you don't need to manage anything I got this yes yeah yeah that's his app that was aftercare yeah that, that would be perfect for but the, even like for when I'm you know, someone's going down on me or receiving they're like uh, you know I just you, you just relax you don't need to do anything I'm just happy to have my mouth on your pussy my fingers and even if you don't want it there like tell me what you want like, I can do, you do so my laundry after you. this yeah and then yeah can, then can you do my laundry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever you need sure sold oh my god! I think that's genius so I don't know I thought about that and you probably have some suggestions uh, for people when when you are doing your coursework with them but my question about pre so this foreplay so let's talk, we're going to talk about oral and hands, right? You just talked about hands. That's yeah. why. And the, the two handed pepper grinder that this human wanted on himself. So, which is cool. Uh, so what kind of suggestions do you have for, um, warming up your partner? And I'm assuming we're speaking to vulva owners, but I think you can probably flip this in multiple ways. Yeah, I was going to talk about penis owners yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, it cool. works for them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how can they use their hands or fingers or toes? <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> Visualization. So yeah. Okay. So if you are pleasuring a vulva owner, I would think like there are principles of massage, right? Mm -hmm. So literally if you can take a massage class, mm -hmm. fucking do it, mm -hmm. you know, because most of the time people don't like pointy. Oh no, people no don't pokey. like starting super fast and super hard. Mm -hmm. You build up to a massage, right? And there's a kind of presence in your hands. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to give a good massage, you want the masseuse to like be present when they're touching you to start out with like long, slow strokes. If they're going to go into deep, like deep tissue massage, mm -hmm. they work up to it. Yeah. They don't like start the massage by like putting the elbow in you, you or like the elbow. Like a jackhammer. We're like grabbing the hair. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Just right off the bat. I love that example. I actually have use that not to take the course though. I love that. It's even more in depth. Just I'd said to people like, go get a professional massage, but pay attention to how they're touching you yeah. and the build up thing. But yeah, no, go take a course. That's brilliant. I need to take a Trim course. Trim the nails. Yeah. Trim the nails. That's yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the hangers that can hurt the pussy oh, the yeah. that's happened, especially if you're inserting, but even externally, sometimes the nails, if you have the I always talk about this because it is important. I've been scratched before anally and then vaginally where I'm like, you gotta go trim that nail. I call it the lesbian nails. I don't have them right now because my nails all fell off, but these 
ones are all super long and these ones are super short. That's the ones you use. Yeah, yeah. you're like, these are the I've had these my lesbian friends, ones. a couple of them be like, you have great lesbian nails. <laughs> I, I had, and I'm like, thank you. That's such a nice compliment. It is. I'm like, these are my straight nails. Yeah. These are my gay nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or, or you're anal, for anal too, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. And that's a universal orifice, everyone. That goes out. Everyone got one of those. <laughs> so one of the things, like if I'm going to like break it really down, right? Like, like think of like massaging inner thighs massage even over the hips like don't even go straight for the clitoris like really making out breast massage usually feels so incredibly good right and then and usually it feels so much better if you have lube or oil on your hands even for a clitoris right and sometimes men forget that that like or any partner that like oh actually I don't think lesbians forget this like it actually feels better when it's smooth and slippery Mm -hmm. right so even considering having like a body friendly oil or lube around uber lube we're huge fans. Sorry. <laughs> even just for outside, right? Yeah. Not just for pen, like not just for penis penetration, but literally just for even stroking mm-hmm. the external part of the clitoris. So then, really giving that time for like circular clitoral strokes, really actually like dropping into it. And here's the thing too, like a lot of women would really prefer to continue being connected with. So making out with her, like stroking the rest of her body, like not every woman is into eye contact, but a lot are. A lot would prefer to feel that connection rather than you're just like kind of doing something with her pussy as though it's a machine. Mm -hmm. And so really connecting in that way. And then the slower and more conscious the penetration is, especially at first, the better. So like putting your fingers right at the entrance to her vagina, holding them there for a period of time and then starting slow with penetration. And then from there, that's when you can start building up the level of intensity. Mm -hmm. But way too many um, men especially are going too hard too fast, too soon. Mm -hmm. Instead of the deeper you allow her to open, the more excited she's going to be for deep penetration, wild sex, more openness. This is like opening a woman into her wild, which is so important. The vulva hug. I love a vulva hug. Was it Midori? No, I think I thought it was. uh, Or I think it's Midori. Okay, I thought it was Dolly as well. No, Midori did it years ago, but the people now talk about it. She was. I love it before and after because it's sort of just you. The hands can warm up to the pussy temperature yeah and i just i love a vulva hug yeah and it, but and then you're adding to it too that like the you know if you're gonna put a finger or two you're doing the same thing you let it hang out first before you're just like bam because the body is like oh yeah this is a new you know new new skin on skin mm-hmm. so why not go slow and i would imagine once you go inside be the same thing like once you get inside you probably hang out again because you're touching new tissue i'm doing the two finger here everyone go to the watch the video um but you're like kind of like building it up or reminding the body especially for the receivers like i'm here with you i'm not moving too fast with each level right yes yeah absolutely and when you're a receiver as a vulva owner you know it's really important to pay attention to rhythm like work with the person who's touching you be moving your hips be connecting to the rhythm of kisses like actually start creating this flow and magnetism and energy that's super powerful when it comes to touching a penis and the things that really work with hands again is really remember and a lot of men have told me this that like he actually cares about being connected to as well Mm -hmm. and like it's not just like oh i'm going straight for your penis and touching you because that feels good but literally working up to that giving him a massage you making out with him all of that and really genuinely loving cock Mm -hmm. we don't really talk about it uh, that much but whenever i have asked every man every chance i get i'm like what makes something the best hand job ever the best blow job ever almost unanimously Mm -hmm. it's 
I could feel that they were really into it. Mm-hmm. Like that they actually wanted to be there, that mm-hmm. it was exciting for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you literally, I literally get like have orgasms from turning other people on. Mm. So you can actually take so much pleasure in giving a hand job, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm so into the hand job that I'm literally starting to like have an energy orgasm myself. Mm-hmm. Your lover can feel that. And so many men have endured like, oh, you're taking something with your sexuality. Oh, it's just your cock. You can just get off, you know, it's like a, whatever, it's a formula Mm -hmm. versus like, holy shit, I'm in love with this like precious part of you and giving you pleasure. They feel that and it means the world to them. Mm-hmm. You get some balls in there too. Get those balls. Don't talk about the tennis balls. Putting some balls in your mouth. <laughs> one at a time. I like that approach. <laughs> gently, gently one at a time. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like Uberlube. Uberlube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. Uberlube's unique formula is velvety, long-lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending Uberlube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go-to, Uberlube. Uberlube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. Uberlube is without a doubt my favorite lube and countless listeners agree, often stating, we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real vulva owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show. Well, and I was going to ask, because we were talking a lot about hands, I was asking about like the mouth thing. So, you know, for me personally, as I was saying, you know, for some of my first experiences, the mouth thing is, um, it wasn't offered and I didn't know what to ask for it. Because, you know, I got comprehensive sex ed, but I didn't get like how to ask to get your pussy eaten or that you even deserve that sex ed. And so I'm just, I have a question about like, for folks who receiving is hard, and I, I'm going to speak to all bits. So, because I know some penis owners where receiving is really hard for them to just like relax and receive with a mouth on their cock um, or for 
for a, a pussy owner as well. You, what advice do you have for someone where that's a really challenging thing? So you're like, you're showing up there and like, I just really want to pleasure your pussy or cock, but they're like, but I need to do something or I'm not worthy of this. Or, you know, like, what advice do you have for those folks? Yes. So for that, that is breathe, mm. like really breathe through those feelings deep in your breath. I know it's like a cliche, but it works so well because all of that is amplified energy in your mind mm. and your dorsolateral prefrontal cortex starts going and like thinking a lot because that's the way that we protect ourselves. So in sex, whenever you find your mind going into overdrive, whether it's overdrive to fantasize, overdrive, worrying about yourself, thinking about what's going on, having any kind of concern, breathing is the easiest technique to literally switch the way that your brain is operating from being in judgment and critical thinking and being basically in your head, right? Into feeling again. Mm -hmm. So the way that you switch that is a deep, slow breath and as many as you can take, which will actually start moving you out of that into your limbic system, into a more sensorial reality. So this is so powerful to know because oftentimes when we get stuck in our head during sex, we don't know how to get out. Mm -hmm. And it really is as simple as breath work. But the key with the breath work and to stay with it is you're going to have to feel the thing underneath it that maybe you haven't wanted to feel. And so this is also a key to the best sex ever is understanding that sex, we're breathing, we're moving, we're feeling, we're expressing. What it's actually doing is opening up our nervous systems. And so oftentimes the nervous system will want to feel the unfelt thing. Mm. And so when you take sex from just being about pleasure, into being this dynamic expression of emotion and feeling, then it gets so much richer because what's happening to so many of us in sex right now is you start opening up your nervous system. You start breathing, you start feeling. Your nervous system is like, oh shit, that time that like I was so afraid when someone walked in on me and I was masturbating is keeping me from opening into my next level of ecstasy. And you can almost think of sex as literally being like, you know, there's like a stairway to heaven and there's all these different like realms. It's literally like a stairway to ecstasy. But the way that you get to each step is to actually express the feeling that's emerging and what's most alive for you in the moment. Because so many of us have so many stories about what's appropriate sexually. We're like, no, I will only feel pleasure or mm -hmm. I must only come in this way. What happens is we actually block our nervous system from going to the next level of ecstasy. So it's like, you almost have to like, I think of it as like, this is kind of a weird thing to say, but like you, you have to like pay the price of admission, which is to have the courage to feel what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that looks like crying. Sometimes that looks like feeling like some sort of underlying shame that's making you feel all this pressure and putting you into your head. When you breathe through it and feel it, what happens is your nervous system releases the blockage that's sitting on top inside of your nervous system. And you actually release additional energy, additional sensation, and additional feeling. What happens when you're having sex is that unlocks more energy and more ecstasy. So then you're breathing, you're feeling, you have this like play and pleasure and it's really deep. And then the next thing will arise. So here's the thing, if you're willing to play with that, oh, now I feel kind of angry or now I feel like I wanna try this kinky thing mm. or now I feel like I wanna flip over into this position. If you follow your instinct, you'll get to the next layer of ecstasy. And so this sex is actually inviting us to listen so deeply to become our full selves to be fully expressed and we've been so heavily trained in society that a that's not okay period but b in sex it should be so performance-based mm -hmm. right it should look like x y and z 
that actually blocks the stairway to ecstasy. When we are like, oh, I have to perform. It has to look like this. I have to only feel pleasure. We're like sitting on that first rung and we can't grab it for some reason. And that's why so many people often feel so frustrated in sexuality because literally you can intuitively feel that your body wants to open into more ecstasy and into more pleasure, Mm -hmm. but you like can't find the fucking key to the doorway to get to the next level because no one's ever told us that the key to that is to feel what you are feeling Mm -hmm. without exception and to allow it to flow through you. And if we understood sex as more this portal of full human expression, then we would actually be able to ascend these layers of ecstasy rather than getting trapped in our heads. Sounds deeply healing too. I just, the the audible parts of sex are my favorite parts. Mm -hmm. And I could honestly turn on a porn. I do watch porn for entertainment, not for education. And I can turn and just have a black screen and have the audio. And that is so hot when both people are are making noises when it's quiet I'm so bored and it's the same in the bedroom yeah. and so this deep expression like I was just picturing letting your inner beast out like yes or the crying or mm-hmm. and that is beautiful because it is really close to being in ecstasy when you're or the, the little death we've been yeah. talking about the orgasms are called the little death in French um, because it's just this massive release of, of your chemicals in your brain when it's the best sex ever yeah. and get audible with it even if you're a penis owner vulva owner get audible unless you really want to be quiet but fuck no well you know what's interesting about porn and like what you're talking about is what i have experienced is that what is fetishized in porn is actually what is desired when a woman is in either a deep state of profound and loveness or a really powerful state of ecstatic awakening so like you know when i'm like deeply in love and in a full state of ecstasy I'm like the best thing in the world is for you to come on my face and it's gonna be so fucking ecstatic (laughs) right like feels like the most amazing thing in the whole world some bro wants to come on my face. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Right? You know, like, and like some porn star wants to come on my face. I'm like, yeah. you could pay me a million dollars. You're still not coming on my yeah. face. Right. So what happened was like, you know, largely this is men running this industry took the like most potent states of feminine desire and ecstatic awakening and made them like for easy male consumption. And that's oftentimes why too, a lot of women feel so contracted by it Mm -hmm. because it's almost like now you're just doing it to me rather than earning my level of openness and activation by being in deep service to me, my ecstasy, my awakening, my pleasure. And then I open so much that I want you to like fuck my brains out or Mm. come in my mouth or choke me, whatever it is, right? It comes from, it's like you almost earn that state through earning trust safety. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, now we're monogamously married forever. But it's like, (laughs) it's a fucking deep bond, right? Through the connection, through the intimacy. And so I feel like as well, a lot of women are blocked to even knowing that they could want something like that because they aren't being brought like through the stairway to heaven into like level nine Mm -hmm. ecstasy because the things you want there are like wild compared to what sounds appealing in level one. 
one ecstasy where you're like, please just don't touch my clitoris too hard. <laughs> you know? So you think if someone's not feeling safe with their partner and they're trying to tap into this because the safety piece is it's emotional. It's not just physically safe, yeah. but emotionally safe. Should they just ditch that partner and get the fuck out? Because if they like they they're trying or I mean, you don't, you don't have to listen to the advice. I was just wondering, because if you never able to drop them like, in the fuck, corner. Yeah. If you're yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. been with Lay this person on hinge. There's way better <laughs> options on yeah. online dating. Yeah. <laughs> because it sounds like they'll never be able to achieve uh. that level if they can't, if this person, and I, I've, I've been in relationships with like that. where I are asking when them it would and just they get, won't do it? Like they well, won't were you not, you don't feel like you can open up and just unleash your ugly when you're, when you're fucking, right? The yeah. ugliness and, and the beauty. And if you feel like that uncomfortable, like if I was in a relationship with Drake, the, the artist, I probably wouldn't want to get really ugly in front of him. I'd be like, I'd be oh, all. Because you're intimidated? Yes. What if he was like, babe, I just want to see all of you. Like yeah. I want to see then all it'd be awesome. parts of you. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know like, if I could ask I want to be like, it. shit, I got to show my whole self to yeah. Drake. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. come in my face. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, DM me. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I want all the crygasms. I want the screaming. I want your anger. I want your rage. I want your juices. And you'd be like. Fuck yes. I just know I have friends that are, they would be like, I can never get that ugly in front of my man. Or I know I can name four the word is people ugly. right now. I don't, I'm just yeah. using ugly as a state because oh, yeah. that's when, when I know well, crying, we, even at ugly. the ugly cry, we've like changed that right to a power cry. Right. Yeah. Cause right. it's like, we actually think of it as like, Oh, I'm doing something ugly. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas, you know, and we have really been coded in that, like a woman's body in a state of ecstatic rapture, which happens when she is in wild states of sex, she's shaking, mm -hmm. sweating, like coming shit. out yeah. yeah exactly we've been taught that that's demonic scary like mm. ugly you know rather than like literally even in and this is what i love from the tantric tradition right some of the tantric goddesses some of the indian goddesses like kali like holding head standing on skulls like tongue yeah. out like mm. in a state of rapture and that's considered holy and if we knew that as a holy state rather than an ugly state like what could that do for us totally. and but what you're getting to is a really valid point right and i'll even say in my career like i spent a long time training women to own their own pleasure their own ecstasy right and there is something to that right if you're just sitting around waiting for some like you know holy heavenly lover to come save you drake. right drake, yeah. yeah 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 Name this drake. is all about yeah. this, is, this is all about drake coming hope you're listening to save drake. Us. yeah or we're also yeah. about anthony kiedis over <laughs> oh, here yes, too. Yes. call out anyone yeah, talk about that later. the four thousand women drake has yeah. fucked are the only ones who are truly ever going to achieve that level nine <laughs> ecstasy on this planet and we all know it we're yeah. all doing Doomed unless Drake calls us. <laughs> yeah, come on, Drake. <laughs> five, 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 five. All right. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come in my face and spit in my mouth, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like, and there is so there is something deep to this, right? Like learning to own your ecstasy as a feminine identified person, as a woman, however you identify, non-binary. But like, what does it look like to actually? claim my pleasure and my ecstasy independent mm. of what my lover is doing because there's something empowering around that of like not going to sit around waiting for like dream lover to show up and it's been heartbreaking like you know when I was um, being asked to do this TV show on Netflix they were like we've been talking to so many women in their early 20s who say they can't really orgasm who say they can't really come and like doctors and gynecologists are just telling them to find the right lover mm -hmm. like which is insane and wow. so there is this quality of like when I can claim my full expression of emotions as a state of ecstasy like yes I can I get the confidence to then start doing that in front of my partner and I will say now 
this is my perception right now. Like women have been like running ahead in leaps and bounds in spirituality and personal development, even in studying their own sexuality in a lot of ways. And some men are super advanced, but men as a whole now we like, actually, I I really want them to learn all of this because it's just as available to them. Mm. These states of ecstasy, being multi-orgasmic, being not being so in like, I can't express myself. I have to perform. I have to, you know, have a heart on at all times. There's like all these sexual codes for men as well. When they bust out of those, then they can behold you know, if they're, if they're heterosexual or, you know, having sex with a woman, like the woman in front of them as the divine goddess that she is. But one of the things that I've been realizing is most women want to be fucked as a goddess, Mm -hmm. right? Like even like, like hard fucked, it doesn't matter. Wild fucked. I don't mean goddess sex is always just like, Oh, we're like chanting mantras and like (laughs) crying softly into each other's mouths or whatever. But like, it can be all kinds of sex, but you can only fuck a goddess if you know that you're a God, Mm -hmm. right? So like we like fell together in this like forgetting of our divinity. And I feel like in under patriarchy, like, Part of what sustains patriarchy is a dehumanizing of people who aren't, don't look a certain way, don't have a certain body, aren't a certain gender, all of that. What gets us out of patriarchy is not disempowering men. It's all of us re-remembering the divine humanity in all of us. Mm. And so that's where it gets lost in sex a lot too. There's this like, and I'm not talking about like really high quality conscious kink, but a certain dehumanization where we're fantasizing, we're going into habit, we're going into autopilot. We're not actually connecting with the human in front of us. And so when men learn that, um, it completely and utterly changes the sexual experience. And I would love for men on this planet to know the gods that they are sexually and to get out of all the habitual, um, desensitizing conditioning conditioning they've been given so they can really actually fuck women open to God in the way that I feel like they're so desirous of. Mm. Wow. Wow. So this, this is, this is exactly why we're having Layla Martin on the show regularly because uh, (laughs) we're actually going to be recording one about how to tap into your inner slut. (laughs) Yes. And we were going to even dive into positions on this one, but we're running out of time. And I think we'll just do a whole episode on positions when we're actually, I'm sorry, uh, by penetration. We're talking about actual like Cox dildos, penetration positions. So sorry, everyone. Tune in next time uh, because Layla's coming back on over and over and over and over and over. Um, but I know that you have a lot of incredible offerings. Um, and we were, we're speaking here to penis owners, to vulva owners. Uh, you have the Epic Lovers Digital Guide. And you also have the 21 Day Erotic Confidence Challenge. And we have links in our show notes, everyone. So wherever you're listening, go to the show notes, iTunes, Spotify. There should be show notes there. Go to our website if you want to click to find out more to go sign up for these programs. But can you tell us? Because everyone's probably like, how the fuck do I get more Layla in my life? Can I go to her bed too? (laughs) (laughs) So the Epic Lovers Digital Guide is for people of any gender and it teaches you the six different types of sex and basic tools and practices to be able to access those types of sex. So you learn how to have sensational sex, electric sex, wild sex, tantric sex, kinky sex, and enlightened sex. Mm. And it's very, very practical. That one's totally free. So yeah, you can find the link in the show notes. And then we have what is called Magnetic. It's the 21 Day Erotic Confidence Challenge. This is for vulva owners, pussy owners. And so what this is, this is 20, 
21 days. It's about two to three minutes each. And so you're learning a tool or practice that helps you feel erotically confident. Like if you've ever wanted to like walk into a party and like just feel so fucking good in mm-hmm. your body and like everyone is looking at you in the room or what I was saying, even that basic, like I love a hand job or like I want to be excited about going down on pussy, right? Like where do I get that kind of erotic confidence to do that from? This challenge is designed to get you there through embodied somatic practices every single day so you can actually own your magnetism and your sexiness. Mm, is I it where those. you have to have sex with your partner 21 days straight where you're like, God, I'm just looking at this tree. Just put yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The 21 day erotic yeah. confidence yeah. challenge yeah. is all about having a soft cock consensually <laughs> inserted into your vulva as you stare off into the distance. Yeah. That's what um, we're selling right now. Okay, yeah. no, just to be we're clear. Not, we're not. We're not. Just to yeah. be clear, that 21 day challenge is for vulva owners. You do not need a lover. It's yeah. actually not with a partner. It's just for you. It's mm, your personal awesome. practice to be able to become erotically confident. I okay. love that. Cool. And then the digital Epic Lovers is for anyone and everyone. For anyone and everyone who wants to learn how to fuck better. I'm happy that we're recording another episode with you because you are fantastic, Layla. Mm -hmm. So we have to say goodbye to you listeners, though. But you can see us every Tuesday or actually YouTube. You can actually see us or you can listen to us because we drop a new episode every Tuesday. That's why I say see you next Tuesday because I love cunts as well. I love cunts. I love a cunt. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to invite you right now, whether you're, if you're driving, don't do this. Do it when you get home to a nice, safe place. To do so, just give us five stars on iTunes. It helps more folks find people like the beautiful Layla Martin and skilled and talented as well, uh, inside and out. And unlocking your inner erotic amazing human I loved some of the terms you taught me today so thank you and we're going to be seeing you soon for another episode All right, y'all well uh, as I said as Amy says we're shameless sex revolutionaries Mm -hmm. ciao for now want to learn more go to shamelesssex.com and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com